Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Rambold, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity. Again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deggert. He says in 13-something here that has always been a ringer for me when he said, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. He that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. Quite a statement, isn't it? You mean we have to endure to the end? Now, let's challenge, the, let's challenge again the rapture. Is the rapture the end? No. I, I, you, know, I, I, you know, some, some teach that, well, we're, we're going to be taken up, and then after all this is over, we're just going to come back, and business as usual. Get the, get the car out, Nellie. We're going to town to buy some groceries. You know, that, 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 I think that would be a great movie. Maybe they've made one. If they haven't, they should. That'd draw a lot of people. But you see, you're going to have to endure. Say, I'm going to have to endure. Until the end. Where is the end at? We're going to show you where it's at. Things are going to get that bad, Prophet. They're going to get worse than that. We are entering into the time of Jacob's trouble. We're entering into a time that we'll read the Scriptures that this earth has never seen before, nor will ever see after. So that makes and places us in a very unique situation that evidently, listen, no other generation that's ever walked this face of the earth has had to face. And we are. There's never been a generation that's had to go through a time when we the worst that has ever happened on the face of the earth or ever will happen. This is you and I. Now, you can jump up and down and say, Oh, goody, and oh, me, oh, my, and why me, Lord? And my part is why me, Lord? You know, he could have brought you and me on this earth at any time. He could have done anything he wanted to do, but listen to me closely. And some of you have heard me say this before. Did the Lord God <clears throat> choose to put us here because we were all that were left? Or did he choose us because we were the best? Now, if this is going to be the worst time that this world has ever seen, then it sure can't be that it just happened, well, you, you, this group's left over, well, you, you go ahead and go. No, no. Everything that, that happens in you and I or any other person, the prophets and otherwise, that's ever been on this earth, the Lord God has conducted that himself. So he saved us. Thank you, Lord. He has given us this great opportunity. Again, Lord, thank you for that. To go through the biggest amount of hell that this world has ever seen. Few which of will survive. Oh, man. Now, now you got my attention, prophet. The few are going to survive. How many? We'll try to get to that this afternoon. 
How do I know it's going to be that, 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 that it could be me? I'm going to show you this weekend. He said Jacob will be saved out of it all, didn't he? Now, he goes on and says this. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. So, so we, we, we have a clue here that the gospel, what gospel? About Yeshua, the Son of Almighty God. Not, not about, bless God, the whatever it is of all these other nations uh, as being their God. I have heard for a number of years people tell me that, oh, come on. Come on, prophet. Now, you can't tell me that, the, uh, you know, if you're a Buddhist and you believe that's God, that that, 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 that that isn't the same God that Jesus is. I said, where's that at in the book? It's not in the book. But you see, again, that, that, that when, when, when this up here starts working, boys and girls, that's when you're going to get in trouble. When you start, well, I think, you're done. Your thinking doesn't have a thing to do with God's command. See, they thought they could change the Sabbath, didn't they? To Sunday. Did that impress God? No. Cursed and has cursed millions of people through the years, generations. Now, so he's coming down to this place of saying, now when, that, when that's done, now we know, thanks, thank you to the things such as the Internet, as to evangelists that have gone around this world, as to things in my blog radio and many others, the gospel is now being preached around the world to places that will let it come into their nations anyway, okay? When you therefore, now listen, when you therefore see or shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the, Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whosoever readeth, let him understand. Now, the desolation of abomination that, that, that Daniel spoke about, and I think, I think here, I don't want to get back here too far, but I think I'm going to get to that here uh, maybe this afternoon. Uh, this was the time, well, when Rome came in and fulfilled what Yeshua said, 40 years after he prophesied it, that not one stone of the temple would be left on top of another, then the, the, then the, the, the person that was uh, the, the head of the Roman Empire, at least there, that which was in Rome itself, or, or I'm sorry, in uh, Jerusalem itself, he went in, and because he knew, Rome knew, that pig, pork, was a no-no to the Jew. So he sacrificed a pig on the altar of Almighty God. Now, I hope you're thinking, God forbid. That was probably the beginning of the end of the Roman Empire. Even though God let that happen, you know the strange thing about God when you start studying Scripture, those nations that come in and came against Israel and He let them, in the end He destroys them. Now wait a minute. Prophet, what kind of God is this? A mighty God. A God that has set the end even before the beginning. But He knows, He understands, and then He allows it to do what? Come forth, absolutely. 
So the scenario that's being said here is, is, is the fact that he's saying, you know, stand in the holy place. Stand in the holy place. Stand in the holy place. Because all hell is about to break loose. Now, when is this going to happen? This is going to happen. Bless God. I'm giving away some of this. So I want to be careful because I've got to get scriptures in. This is going to happen at the, at the end of the first three and a half years. Okay? This is going to happen. So he's saying then, stand in the holy place. Now, when I get to that and start teaching you that portion of this this weekend, I want you to remember it if I happen to not bring it back up. Stand in the holy place. Does that mean in the temple? Well, it means, bless God, stand in the holy place of the temple of God that's inside of you. Okay? Stand in the holy place. It doesn't mean to be out in this world. It means the holy place. Stand in it. And then he goes on again, as for not again, but as he said, he said, Whosoever readeth, let him understand. That is absolute, direct, prophetic as it can be, end time message to the world, to the church in particular. Let him, you know, understand. This, this, thing is, this thing is important. Now, what we have here that's getting ready to unfold before our very eyes is the fulfillment within all this. As I said, we're, we're at a time right now when there is a leader that's here on this earth within a country, an organization within a country. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. It really doesn't make any difference. That is going to, 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 to rise up and is going to begin to have the answers for the whole world. The answer of peace, the answer for political systems, the answer for financial systems. But you see, the Bible tells us that, you know, there's going to be a one-world money system, one-world bank. Talked about it for how many, how many years has that been going on? China would like to be that. China is going to compete for that, and there's no doubt about that. Could it come from there? I, I don't know that part. There's still places in this that I may never know. But God said, in this time that we live, we're coming to the end of the mysteries, okay? So we're going to know a whole lot more as, as things proceed here. But this, 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 uh, this man, and will be a man, is going to definitely bring forth that peace treaty. That, we, that the Bible talks about, okay? And he's going to, you know, he's going to bring it about. Everybody's going to see him as, uh, you know, as the Savior. You know, we, we have often called Obama, we've often called Obama the, the, our Savior. Well, at least Fox News has. Of course he's not, okay? So, God's still in the middle of all this. But to understand, all right, and to be able to stand in this last hour, you have to, you have to understand. Now, now here comes a part right here. Then let them which be in Judea flee unto the mountains. Now, you know, I've told the story about the man, I, I think he's out in the southwest, that has taken this literally. There's a, you know... And so he uh, happens to be a contractor, bought a bunch of land, and will sell you a chunk of land, build you the house, charge you money for it, of course. But this is going to be your flying away secret place. Well, if you bought into that or know somebody did, they're going to sorely be disappointed. 
because that's not at all what's going on here. Not at all. He goes on to say, he goes on to say, Let him which is on the roof to the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. The, the, the rapture folks think that that's the rapture. Okay? Don't walk take down, you're going to leave anyway. Some believe that the sinners are going to die at this point, and the holy people are going to be the ones that then they don't need. Well, none of that makes sense. But these are just scenarios in which people have been dumb enough to try to teach and other people dumb enough to try to believe, all right? The key is to understand this has taken place in, in Israel, the land of Israel, all right? Now he goes on to say, "Let him which is in the field return, uh, uh, which is in the field return back to take his clothes. Neither let him. And woe unto them that are with child. Going to be a tough time then. And to them that give suck in those days." The next piece of scripture here is really interesting because it says, "But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter." Evidently, that's going to be too tough to handle, neither on Shabbat or the Sabbath day. Kind of funny that the Lord God, since the, but again, the church was always absolutely convinced that Sabbath was on Sunday. You know what really grabbed me, being a Jew? Well, I wonder how they figured that, because you see, we had been keeping the Sabbath for eons of time. Then Yeshua comes, the Jew, and he comes and bless God and, and mentions, and somehow the church, and of course I've told you how you can go study and the things I have shown you about how the church started a, Saturday, a Sunday Sabbath. They changed the time. Does that please God? No, that's an abomination to God. Okay, we're told that's a no-no. And uh, yet we, we did that. And, folks, once you can sit around long enough under this prophet and begin to receive the truths of God's Word, you're going to then begin to realize why nothing has been happening in the church for eons of time. Folks, God doesn't perform the power of his anointing. When people are making an abomination out of the day that he said, You shall keep holy throughout your generations. I am the Lord thy God. Stamp. Yeah. And yet we didn't think anything about it. No. And, and like I said, when I, when I uncovered and studied back in the days when they may have had computers, they was about the size of this beam, I suppose, and or what, but anyway, I spent hours, days in library looking all this up, taking notes, going all through it to find the truth about it. And when I found the truth out about this thing, I'm going, well, if, if I can do this, how come all these <clears throat> millions and millions of other preachers, why didn't somebody, why didn't somebody decide, where did this come from? And I'm going to go find out. Because I kept asking them, where did where, where'd you get Oh, we've just always had it. said, Lord God gave us a different Sabbath. And I would say, well, could you show me where that's at in the book? Of course, they couldn't. And then they become very, very anxious. That's a nice word with me, because I would keep pursuing it. I said, well, why don't, you, why don't you search this out? I said, you might be surprised. Some of them I'd tell. That would make them further aggravated at me. And some of them I'd just turn around and walk away. Say, I love you, brother. And that'd be the end of it. But you see, brothers and sisters, again, 
this entire thing here. Now listen, and 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 we have to and pray. Now I'm going. To, what you're going to be hearing the prophet come to you here before all that long. In fact, you can start doing this right now. You need to pray that bless God that that flight that they're going to be taken over there. Okay, of of getting out of Jerusalem. Okay. Will, won't be in the winter or, or be on the Sabbath. And God, limit, limit the, uh, bless God, uh, the thing with the babies, which would be terrible. All right? For then it comes up and says this, For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. So then shall be great tribulation. Now, now, I want you to understand, he says, since the beginning of the world. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world, to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Now, so evidently, evidently, bless God, we're, we're talking about a time after the desolation of abomination, talking, uh, spoken by Daniel, because it is. So sometime after that, sometime after that event, sometime after there's going to be something evidently take place that's going to be, you know, that he's saying, those of you in Judea, you need to flee to the mountains. You need to, you know, you need to get, get out of the way. So there's going to be something taking place. And then he says, for then shall be great tribulation. Well, it sounds like it's going to be pretty tough, just what we've read to this point, Right. But then he said, no, they're going to be great. And you might underline great tribulation. And except those days should be shortened. Now, I love this 22nd verse. There should no flesh be saved. You need to underline, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be saved or shortened. Now, who's the elect? Well, that's the church. I used to have the preacher say, well, you know, prophet debtor, I don't... Everybody knows it's the church. Oh, oh! So the church? Well, of course we're the elect's sake. No, I'm sorry. It's not the church. It is the elect. Now, what we have to do here this weekend, we are going to have to bring you to the place of understanding who the elect are. Okay? Do I qualify? And what are the qualifications to be that? These are big things, because why? If it wasn't for the elect's sake, no flesh would be saved. In other words, everybody would be destroyed. Everybody would die. But because of the elect, boy, I'm going to tell you what, I feel that in the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the remnant. Thank God that somebody said, I'm not buying the bag of rocks of the whore anymore. I'm coming out, and I'm standing up, and I'm going to do what the Lord God tells me to do. Thank God. Thank God that I found Ephraim, or Ephraim found me. Which is that? Thank God. The time and the hour is upon this generation. It's time for this generation to become wise. It's time for this generation to become spiritual and scriptural as we've never known before. It's time that this generation give up and give in and understand that they individually ain't going to know when this thing's coming down.
Only this prophet's going to know. You know, I know that's a lot of responsibility of which I don't take lightly. Those of you that never would have or maybe never have the opportunity to be close to me like, like the ten are, which they can tell you. They, 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 they see. They see sometimes a great amount of stress that's upon me because of the responsibility. I didn't want this. I didn't ask for this. As I've said over and over again, I know it sounds nice to say, but I just assume be the janitor at somebody's church that's doing what I do. I don't, I, I, you know, why me? Why do I have to, why do I have to put my spiritual life on the line? And I do. Why, why should this have to come to me, Lord? Let somebody else take this. But you see, through all these years of traveling the earth, this world, all these years of walking before the kings and the queens and the prime ministers and the leaders of nations and saying in three days, thus saith the mouth of God, this is going to happen or that, and it happening. That was my training time. That was my time of, of great experience. And boy, I've got a load of it after all these years. The responsibility I've had to accept. Why? Because there's no other game for me. That responsibility for you to shoulder is the same thing. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's your burden. But in order, brothers and sisters, to do this, now, now let's, let's go back to, 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 let's use Egypt for just a moment. Okay, they, you know, they, they weren't all that wild about Moses, you know. I mean, even though here he'd come back, he abandoned them, you know, got out and found himself a good-looking woman, had some kids, and bless God, raised some sheep. Sounds successful to me. And then all of a sudden, here come the Lord. Moses reluctantly decides, well, you know, I'll, I better go. Better go back. Better, better do what this, this God's telling me to do, the living God. So he goes back, and he gets involved with, with, with Israel. He gets involved. Remember, him and the Pharaoh grew up together. So he gets involved, okay? And finally, after Pharaoh's son dies, all right, Pharaoh let them go. So, that, so, 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 that, so they left. Now, Moses is a hero, isn't he? Moses, Moses, Moses. Yeah, amen. <laughs> they danced. Miriam and the, with, a, with a tambourine. Tambourine. The women danced after they come across the Red Sea and they, and they sang the song, you know, the horse and the rider's been thrown into the sea. Dear God in heaven, Moses must have been at the top of his game. Moses was the most meek man that ever walked the face of this earth. That's who Moses was. He wasn't high and lifted up. I understand that I, I today feel the heart of Moses. Moses more than one time wished he was still back over against that mountain taking care of those sheep and bless God being with his wife and kids. More than once. Everything went well. Mm -hmm. Moses is our leader. Aaron, his brother, is his right-hand man. His name is Aaron. <laughs> oh, boy, isn't this great to have Moses well, of course, they didn't know who Moses was, not like we do on the day. And then everything went well until something went, listen to me, wrong. Until something went wrong. 
everything went well. And what happened? Let me tell you something about leaders. <clears throat> leaders, when things start going wrong, look at Obama. He was on top of the world. He was on top of everything. And now he's got the, the least of, the, of ratings that I don't know for how many presidents back, but the guy, why? Because things didn't work out. The people are, are no longer happy with Mr. Obama because things hadn't worked out. You see, we didn't uh, prosper. We didn't have the things that he promised. In fact, I don't think anything that he promised uh, uh, in, in his election thing that he fulfilled any of them. I, I'm not sure that that's true, but if there was, it was very few and very small. Now, well, Moses... You, you, you know, we're, we're running out of food. You know, three, three and a half million, whatever it was, people, you know, it takes a lot of food. If you can imagine trying to move that many people. Now, uh, Moses, now you're going to do something. Think, think, now, now, come on, Moses. Slicker than a whistle, we came out of Egypt. Slicker than a whistle. Hallelujah, we did, didn't we? Now, they expected everything to go slicker than... Now, that's a colloquialism that we use here in the Midwest as rednecks, okay? If you've never heard it, get used to it. Slicker than a whistle. We come across the, the Red Sea, the Sea of Reeds. Now, they expected everything to be slicker than a whistle throughout the rest of the journey. Did they not? Mm-hmm. Then the first thing goes wrong. Now, listen... I think, Moses, what? Who appointed you king? Who appointed you leader? Well, I think, Moses, now that things aren't going well, it's time for you to come down off the high horse here and listen a little bit. Now, when the Lord God chose me to do this, he said, I want you to liken yourself. Didn't say I would be like, but liken to yourself. Moses. Now, not, not the, the, to, to the degree I've thought about times that maybe we're going to have to go through the same things they went through. No, no, but we'll be going through some things, but not those same things. But the thing of it is uh, about the whole deal of being likened to Moses was really to, to speak out to the church. Now, I want to tell you something. I know I'm going to get in trouble here, but you want to talk about pissing off a bunch of church people. When I started telling them, let my people go, thus saith the Lord God. Let my people go! They're saying, well, how can we let... We're the, ch we're the church for Pete's sakes. Let my people go! And I'm still saying that today. He said, that will be your cry. The church says, well, why, why would they want to even turn loose? <laughs> you got about two days? Because that's about how long it would take for me to go through all of it. Let my people go. So anyway, back to Moses. He comes out. He's a hero and everything's going well. The first thing goes wrong. He had nothing but a <clears throat> on the block. Right? Right. So... Then this thing builds up to which I alluded to earlier with this, this guy named Korah. 
Core decides he's taking over. Oh. Now, the reason I'm trying to relate this to you because this is exactly what then is likened unto, parallels itself, and exactly is today. Exactly. You know, it takes a long time to build credibility all your life. About two seconds to tear that credibility out of your life, and I know that. But the whole understanding and the reason the Lord God put all this in a book was for an example, for us to begin to understand how it is going to be so quick for us to fall. Well, 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 would you mean we might not succeed in this? This prophet's going to succeed. I'll guarantee you, I'm going to succeed. Donna's going to succeed with me because she's, she's my wife. I can't tell you that you're going to succeed because I don't know you have choices. You're going to, everything's going to work out as long as everything works out. But listen to me. Things are going to be like hell for us at times. Then who are you going to follow? Who's going to be the Korah that's going to... I'm prophesying to you. Listen. Then who is going to step up and say, Look, Elijah, that's who I am. Look, look, Elijah... We'll take over here. You've done, you know, you've done a pretty decent job. Set back. No. There's no setting back. I'm not going to relinquish the reins to nobody. Even if we have to draw the line and Cora and his and all the rest fall into it and die. Most of you in this room don't really know who I am. That's not a problem for me one way or the other. However, some of you in this room absolutely know who I am. I am that of the spirit of Elijah. I control weather. I bless God I can cause droughts to come. I can watch God raise the dead and everything in between all that. You know, I went through North America with all this arrogancy of people calling themselves prophets. And some of you heard me in the cities that I went to. Bring me the man. Bring me a woman. Bring me somebody that's shooting off their mouth about being a prophet and let's see, let's see the signs and wonders confirm the Word of God in their life and ministry. And you want to know something? Not a one person had the nerve to come forth. You know why? They weren't there. See, I'm seeing more right now with bringing up within this tin. They're beginning to work some works. These guys had never laid hands and had any, any amount of... Uh, Todd, being a, a minister in the, in the AG for 20, about 20 years, he had never seen God heal and do what God's seeing now. And he's been doing that of laying on hands. He and the rest of them are doing that. They are being able to speak to storms and watch on the radar, radars. They just dissipate and go around. Do you want to know something? I'm the only man that's walked the face of this earth for all these years that could even start to do the thing with moving the storms. But I told them in the beginning, if they'll sit down, shut up and listen, if they'll get sin out of their life as I begin to point those sins out and they themselves begin to recognize of themselves and get out of their lives, and they begin to make this the way of life for them, they too can work the works of God. You know something? They've listened. 
After five years, they're beginning to move into this thing. Now, what does that say for you? You can do the same thing. See, with these brothers, I've kind of got them right, you know, right, right kind of at the elbow here. You know what I mean? With the rest of you, bless God, you're, you're, you're far enough away, and I can't get close enough to you at times for you to think I'm a raven maniac. Yeah, they were, they're shaking their head in the spirit, even though they don't want to physically be seen. <laughs> I'm the prophet. I demand holiness. I know there's only one way to get you to where you're going to have to be, and that's for you to be taught. And again, if you've already sold, leave. Don't even, just go have, do whatever. This is going to work for you. It's not going to work for you. Because, see, you don't understand. You've got to start out being the least of the least, not the more of the more. Come on, I'm, I, listen, I'm getting in some of your pockets here today, and I know that, but that's what God wants. Some of you don't understand at all. Some of you are still playing this game that somehow you have arrived. i got news for you. You haven't even started on the trip yet. Isn't that a shame? I said, God, what do I got to go through this stuff for? Do you know something? Do you, do you know something? This is part of this thing that it doesn't seem fair to me that I'm the one that's got to say, why? Just do whatever the hell you want to do. Well, I am. Of course you are. That's the reason the prophet's having to get tough here. You're going to lose out. You're going to die before this is over. So, folks, I hope that you're listening to me. This thing ain't a shoe in because you've raised your hand and you're going to be a, become an Ephraimite. You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn what this prophet knows in order for us to survive this thing. Oh, you used the word survive? survive? No one said I was going to have to survive anything. Yeah, you're going to have to survive. We're going to take you there so you can survive, though. Somebody say amen. amen. This is, you know, it's going to, yeah, it's going to be... Terrible, but on the other side of this thing, those that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits in the last days. Now, what is that? You know, everybody volunteers to, for that. But see, what the, what the church missed was, was those that know their God. Well, I know who he is. No, that's not what that means in Hebrew. Those that are wrapped up, tied up, and obedient to the entirety of his word. Try that one on, see how it fits. Oh, you mean that wasn't quite? No, no, it wasn't that at all. Bless the name of the Lord. Goes on to say, now, I guess I got that. The elect's sake, we're going to go more into that, 23. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here's Christ, or there, believe it not. And, and that's going to be more so in that time because everybody's going to be reaching out, wanting what? Wanting. As I prophesied years and years and years ago, the Nephilim will come, and they're already here. They have already entered into our women, and we, he, they are already now producing giants in the land. If you don't think so, uh, turn on the TV on the NBA and watch those guys stand flat-footed and reach up and get a hold of the rim now. I always said if I was that tall, I could have been a basketball player too. <laughs> unfair, unfair, unfair. Yeah, well... 
I got to be a little bald-headed Jew preacher, okay? <laughs> so he he he's in it, but you see, and in that there's going to then at that point there's going to be hey. Christ is here, and Christ is over there. Now, you've got to realize something. When the Antichrist comes on the scene, that, that, part, that part's going to, going to end because he's going to claim himself, proclaim himself as being God. Now, uh, it says, For there shall rise false Christ, false prophets, and show great signs and wonders, insomuch that it were possible they shall deceive the very elect. Now, but it's not. Now, I have been accused of this. 24. I've been accused of being a, a, a false prophet because, well, look at all the signs and wonders that God lets you do and nobody else can do them. That's the Antichrist. I said, you don't. Well, I don't. I'm trying to keep myself, get a ride home tonight. I said, you knucklehead. I like that one. I said, have you not even bothered? And, and folks, this is what's wrong with the church. They've not studied to understand anything. I said, the Antichrist is going to deny the Messiah. Have you ever heard me stand in, in, in the meme and deny the Messiah? Well, no. Then I couldn't be the Antichrist. Because he's going to set himself up as God. Oh, well, well, it just, but, but you've got to admit, nobody else. Yeah, I said, I'll fully tell you, I'm not running anybody around the world that can work the works that God has anointed me to work. I, and I haven't. But there's going to be a lot of them. Who's that lot going to be? I'm looking at you. See, all you're going to have to do is come to a point of saying, Prophet, you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, it takes time. Integrity, to build integrity, takes time, and I know that. I'm not asking anybody to come in and drink the Kool-Aid. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's followed me around ever since Jim Jones and then that thing with uh, David Koresh down in uh, you know, that. Why, that's what you're fond How many of you in this room have heard, since you've divulged to your family that doesn't want anything to do with this, have, have heard them either out and out say it could be Jim Jones or allude to the fact that it could be? Raise your hand. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to my world, okay? <laughs> Welcome to my world. Well, again, guys, you know, I, I, I really do. I, I wish that there's some way that we could give them eyes to see and ears to hear. But, you know, as I told you in the beginning, when they come unto the Lord God, Yeshua, and they, and they said to him, said, well, well, why is it that you, you know, you're, you're, you're always talking in these parables and none of, nobody, even us, don't understand. And then after, after the program, Yeshua, you take us out behind the barn, you set us down and says, now, boys, this is what this means. And Yeshua looked at him and he said, now, it's not, this is not, you know, what the scripture says, but I'm paraphrasing just a little bit here. But you get the idea. Boys, listen up. To you, it's given to know. To them, it's not. Well, then you know, my next question would have been, then why in the world are we wasting our time with this? Because his place was to do the same thing that I've told you as Ephraimites. We must give them a chance to do what? To say yes or no. See, not everybody, not everybody are Ephraimites. Not everybody's going to be. 
But we must give them that chance so the day that they stand before the Lord God, he can say, the time of your visitation you missed. You remember when the pamphlet was given to you and you read it and threw it in the trash? You should have called the number. You should have got involved. Well, my spirit didn't. Whoa, now wait a minute. Don't, don't, don't get religious with God. Okay? See, the time of your visitation is now. The, the, the time of the earth's visitation is now. God has sent the prophet that he promised that he would send in the last day that would restore all things. Now, is not the covenant something that we had and, and, and then it was gone because Christians, yeah, we're restoring that back. Why? Because it should never have gone anywhere. Then why did God let that happen? Because that was part of his plan. Not mine, not yours. Let me finish up here. Somebody's, somebody will be start ringing the dinner bell. Now, and, and, and you know, but again, the very elect will not be, will not be deceived. 25, Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in a secret chamber, believe it not. So in other words, don't believe. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will be eagles be gathered together. And we will talk about uh, uh, much more of that. Well, here, i got another scripture here I can give before we quit. Go to Matthew 16, 3. Now, this, this is the thing in which... You know, I, even myself as a prophet, in no way trying to compare myself to Yeshua, because there's no, there's no man could do that, nor ever will. But he makes this statement in 16.3 of Matthew. He says, And in the morning it shall be foul, uh, foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? And see, we, 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 we can't seem to do that. We cannot seem to, to discern the signs of the times. Now, that's one of a number of reasons why I say you have to become students of the Word of God. You've got to get outside the religious box. You've got to get outside of what you think you have learned and you're oh, so whatever, spiritual, scriptural, and otherwise. You've got to get out of that. You've got to understand that there is somebody on the face of this earth that actually has an out-and-out out angel, one or two, that comes and directs him. You're just going to have to get over that. Well, is that going to happen to me? Probably not. But the fact of the matter is, I know exactly what's coming. I know exactly what we're going to have to do to escape this thing. I know exactly who is going to escape it, and I know exactly who isn't going to escape it. But the absolute thing that I know for absolutely sure, a lot of absolutes, that bless God, unless you are absolutely going to give up and give in, you ain't going to make it. You're not going to make it, folks. It's going to be your pride. It's going to be my spirituality, or maybe even your scripturality. Very few of you will ever claim it be your scripturality. It's going to be my spirituality. Well, now God told me. Well, you know, that was the thing that I sort of wish that Korah had said. Now, Moses, God has told me that I'm to take over the group here. Now, oh, yeah, you can stick around. Hmm? You can clean the dung out of the dung pile. But the fact of it is, Moses, 
I'm taking over. Well, the fact is, he didn't, did he? And, and, and that's one portion when, when the angel came to me and the angel said to me, and he was showing me for, for, for my knowledge at that time, and he was showing me the fact that, bless God, that there would be, there's going to be, there's going to be, a Satan is going to rise up and, 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 and there's going to be, there's going to be problems. Like I said, folks, this, this thing isn't going to just, oh, bang, and it just happened, and we all get along, we all smile, and that's the reason I said, and, you know, we're going to be talking about, either this afternoon or tonight, we're going to be talking about the provisions that are even being made now for Ephraim, okay? Well, what does that mean? Well, hang around. You know how they always tell you the first of the news there on Fox? Well, today we'll be talking. You sit there, you go through three cups of coffee. (laughs) The last thing they give before their shift goes off is whatever they talked about. (laughs) Yeah, but I stayed and drank the coffee, didn't I? Amen. But we're going to get to those things this afternoon. Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website, www.jewishprophet.com, and you can find out, again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com. We'll be praying for your prayer requests. Shalom. Until tomorrow. And remember, with God, all things are possible. I'm a little 